Uh, Jacob said, the last thing I heard was Zeke and Pollard are about to eat. Yes. Yes. So I'll go back to the beginning of the defensive uh, observation from the Chargers game. And again, Ronaldo Hill is their first-year defensive coordinator. He comes over from Denver as their defensive backs coach, so there's not a lot of tape on what he likes to do. So one of the first things I noticed is that, man, he just, he just does blitz. And that was in the passing game. But in the running game, boy, their defensive line is light in the butt. That's literally what I put in my notes. They're light in the butt. There's a familiar face over there, Christian Covington, number 95, who made a few, I call them slip plays. It wasn't like it was he just owned defensive tackle. He, he fell and got up and was, was, was there to get Antonio uh, Gibson. But nonetheless, I felt that the, the Washington Washingtons pretty much could do what they wanted to do against, against them. Seriously, in the ground game, they pretty much did what they wanted to do. And they lived on the other side of the line of scrimmage. I found it to be a lot of opportunities in the A and B gaps for the Washington Washingtons. A ton of success out of shotgun runs. They didn't do a whole lot of lining up eye formation or, or, or under center. Just didn't. Whether it be with Heineke, whether it be with um, 14, uh, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, Fitztragic, whatever you want to call him. They just didn't do a lot of it. Now, they do deploy some athletic linebackers in Kenneth Murray and Kaiser White, but I barely saw them get their noses dirty. Like, I just didn't see them attacking the gaps hard, coming downhill fast, all the way up until that uh, Kaiser White forced fumble. So, they got a lot of hop, skip, and jump linebacker situation going on where they're just catching these linemen coming at them at the second level. And as you can see here in these clips, as you can see here in these clips, the running backs were getting off. I mean, just getting off and getting off and getting off. The running backs for the Washington Washingtons average 5.6 yards per carry. And I just kept coming away. Just kind of getting this get like every time there was a run, I'm like, oh my goodness. Because what I like to watch when I'm watching the tape, and I'm not professional, <laughs> but I'm like, is the when it comes to the run game, is the defensive line on the other side of the offensive line? Is the defensive line stalemating with the offensive line? And I just kept seeing the offensive line of Washington open up holes for Antonio Gibson and their rookie running back. And I kept thinking, man, that played Zeke with him. That played Tony might have. You know, and, and these linebackers, I'm just not confident in. So I think Zeke and Pollard could eat. Absolutely feast in this game. If Washington could have stayed at least equal with the sticks or in front of the sticks, I don't think they would have stopped running. I don't. The problem they got into is when they try to get cute on first down. And nine times out of ten, it'd be an incomplete pass, or they try to something downfield or intermediate, and it's incomplete. Now you're behind the sticks. They should have just stayed where their bread was buttered, and that was on the ground. Now, like I mentioned at the top of this, in the passing game, not a lot of blitzes, man. Not a lot of blitzes, not a ton of pressure. A lot of their pressure to me was Bosa or Bust. Excuse me, guys. A lot of their pressure to me was Bosa 
or bust. And when they did decide to send extra pressure, it usually came from the DBs, which wasn't a whole lot. So I was thinking, and I went on Twitter to talk to you guys on Twitter. Once again, find me on Twitter, ask Skywalker still. Um, I said, hey, if this defensive coordinator decides to let Dak Prescott sit, sit back there and the Cowboys are able to run the ball, good luck. Terrence Steele or no Terrence Steele, I told you, I worry for Terrence. I don't worry for the offense in general because I still think we, we saw it. Brandon Knight, whoever the hell was out there, Terrence Steele, Dak can still get going. Especially if, you're, if your defense can't stop the run. And they, let's make no mistake about it, they really couldn't stop the Washington Washington's run game. So it was, much, it was pretty much Bosa or bust. And they employ or deploy, however you want to put it, two star defensive players over there. And those are the guys that you all know, right? Joey Bosa and Derwin James. Both made their presence felt in that game. Both had four four pressures, three tackles, a sack, four stops, a forced fumble. He He was active. He was very active. And we talked about this yesterday or two days ago. Can't remember. I think it was yesterday. You're going to have to pick and you're going to have to be very careful on when you pick and choose to single up Joey Bosa on Terrence Steele. It's going to happen. Like, you're not going to be able to do double teams and scheme it every single snap, but you have to be strategic with it. But when it comes to the run game, I, I don't really, I'm not nervous with Bosa when it comes to the run game. He Again, I talked about it in the first stream. <laughs> in the first stream, and this is kind of that Demarcus Lawrence situation where Demarcus Lawrence can't do it all. You, you you can you can want him to, but it's not possible for him to do it all. Joey Bosa can't do it all. And it almost bit them in the butt. It almost bit them in the butt. They got a timely turnover at the end of that game that put them to get them to go to go ahead touchdown by uh Kaiser White. They got the rock on like the five yard line. But if Joey Bosa wasn't getting there, there wasn't much pressure in my opinion. There was a few. Like, there, there wasn't anybody on that team that had more than two pressures outside of Joey. No, no sacks, things like that. Derwin James was very active. Seven tackles, three stops in a hurry. Had a pass breakup. He looked like that athletic game-changer type of guy. Problem is, guys, Derwin James is on the injury report. Nasir Adderley. Is on the injury report. Those are their two starting safeties. We know Derwin is an injury-prone guy. Very injury-prone his whole career. Amazing talent, but always gets injured. And not injured in the sense of like, oh, he's just going to miss a week. No, fam, he misses lots of the season. So Derwin's on on the did-not-practice list from yesterday for a toe. Nasir Adderley was on the did-not-practice list yesterday for a groin. So they could potentially be without those two guys. Now, yes, as uh, Below said, Harris and Samuel Jr. was, was also on the, on the DMP. Um, but I'm hearing that the Derwin and Adderley are more concerning because the groins just don't go away. And Derwin and that toe, 
So they could be compromised even if they play. And even if they play, I'm not really shaking in my knees in regards to what they can do on the ground. Now, Derwin's going to be important because he lines up everywhere. He had 20 snaps at free, 19 in the slot, 12 in the box. He even lined up on the defensive line. And like I said, when they needed some pressure, they brought some DBs. Um, Derwin didn't blitz as much as he would have blitzed his rookie year, but you know, if there's a tendency if that we find with their new defensive coordinator, I think it's going to be with Derwin blitzing. I do. So, again, it sucks that Demarcus Lawrence is out. It sucks that Gallup is going to be out. It sucks, you know, that that Lyle Collins and the litany of ridiculous things that are happening to the Cowboys are happening. But this game is winnable, folks, offensively at the very least. We talked about the defense yesterday and what they got to do. You know, it's going to be a little bit more tougher now without Demarcus Lawrence, but it is what it is. Offensively, a lot of the times everyone talks about the offense helping the defense out by protecting the ball, right? Keep it, not protecting the ball, but keeping the clock going and things like that. That's that's all fine and dandy. I'm never going to sit here and say that's a bad idea. I just don't subscribe to the fact that I got to play keep away. You know what the offense needs to do? They they played this keep away game for years. Where's the, you know what I'm saying? So here's what the offense needs to do. They need to score. They need to score early and often. They need to get ahead so that you can put them in a one-dimensional situation and you can pin your ears back and let a knight open up that toolbox. See if if uh Dorrance Armstrong can spread his wings like he did in the preseason or what have you. See if Terrell Basham can pick up where he left off in 2020 with the Jets where he was he three or four forced fumbles, five sacks. He made his presence felt as a pass rusher. See if Oso Digizua, you know, against a quarterback who's not going to beat Tom Brady and beat you pre-snap. See if he can get off and tee off. Make them one-dimensional. Because they're already kind of naturally one-dimensional, right? They're, they're not a team that's going to come into the game trying to run the rock 30 times. Like, Eckler's good, but Eckler ain't that good. Eckler's, they're more of a guy that's going to try to get it to out in the backfield in the passing game. So, got to watch out for that, too. But um, if the Cowboys can get up on the Chargers, that's going to help your defense. More than playing keep away, in my opinion. Make the Chargers have to come back. Yes, David C. Touchdowns in the red zone. Absolutely. That has to happen. Going to put this up here one more time. 351-999-3787 if you want to call and give your opinions on the Cowboys offense versus the Chargers defense. I know we got this, the streams got mixed up here, but I didn't feel right ending the show that way when I promised you guys we were going to talk about this defense. And I'm going to go back and watch more. That way on Sunday I'm even more prepared to come to you guys. But Y'all have no idea. Like, I like to come to these shows prepared as possible. So when I come on here with my opinions on the on the, the schemes or what have you or on what I'm watching, it's not just guessing. It's an educated guess, if you want to call it that. But it's because of what I'm watching. And what I saw, and I don't think I'm alone in this, the Cowboys can, I mean, I don't mean to disrespect the Chargers defense, but, you know, it's Joey Bosa or Bust, man. It really is. And you can say, well, they only gave up 16 points. Absolutely right. They only gave up 16 points to Tyler Heineke. 
and Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> like, they moved the rock. Washington was on the other side of 50 a good amount of times. Some missed field goals, didn't get it done in the red zone. Like David C. said, it's going to take touchdowns in the red zone. Can't have miscommunications, can't have missed opportunities. There's no doubt in my mind the Cowboys will move the ball up and down the field. It's going to be about punching it in. And let me say this real quick because we I, I kind of prefaced this at the beginning of the year, prior to the Tampa game, week to week, right? Game plan needs to alter week to week. Hell, Kellen Moore told y'all this after the game. And he even hinted, there's going to be weeks where Ezekiel Elliott's got to be ready to eat. That's this week. That, that's my that's my new thing. Because you know I'm week to week. When are we going to see Zeke? This week. This is the week to see Zeke and TP go off. This can be the week where, where I talked about, hey, one week it may be Dak throwing a rock 35, 40 times. One week it may be the Cowboys running a rock 28, 35 times because they're just eating like that. And, and I think against the Chargers, they just don't have a good run defense. I'm I'm tempted to say that, like, I really try not to be biased, fam. I'm just not impressed with their defense. I'm not impressed. Not yet. It's week one. It is what it is. Long way to go. New defensive coordinator. But this offense against that defense week two, and I heard, and I don't like to talk about the national media, but I, I hear them talking about all the cat. Cowboys what offensively? Because, again, as long as you got number four, we got a what? A chance. And I'm going beyond a chance. I think Dallas can win this game. I'm more confident in Dallas winning this game than I was against Tampa week one. This ain't the Tampa D. They don't got that front seven. Not even close to that front seven. That's why I kind of wish they would slide Zach out the tackle, bring McGovern in there, and then I really wouldn't have to worry about nothing. But... The only person, in my opinion, you really have to worry about on that defensive side of the ball. No disrespect to the young cats. Him right there. Joey Bosa. 351-999-3787. Uh, we had somebody in here. They dipped out. Hop into the chat real quick. See what you guys are talking about. Boom. Um, What Gregory say? The Cowboys are going to have to win field position battle. It's obvious the Cowboys can move up and down the field. Obvious, the offense is better than Washington's offense. Cowboys are going to have to score every time. The Cowboys are going to have to take advantage of the red zone. Like They're going to get there. They're going to get in what I call the green zone, which is in that 30, 35-yard area. They just have to convert. There can't be no, or oh, they one for four in the red zone. You can't have missed blocks, and, 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 and that can't miss Zeke. Like You got to convert. Shout out to Mel. Mel says, although they don't have good run defense, I don't see a Cowboys game plan that doesn't throw it 40 times. Uh, at all? You think Dak's going to average 40 attempts per game? If Dak averages 40 attempts per game, it's because of one of two things. The Cowboys are behind, or Dak Prescott audibles out of runs to throw it 40 times. I don't think any coach wants to go into the game reasonably wanting your quarterback to throw it 40 times. I don't think they're going to have to in this game, right? Unless the defense puts them behind or Dak Prescott says, don't like what the, don't like the look. By the way, I'll, I'll play it. By the way, go look at these looks real quick. 
Go look at these looks. Do, do those look like loaded boxes to you? Ronaldo Hill is going to have to make a decision. Antonio Gibson, fine young running back. Fine young running back. He ain't Ezekiel Elliott. He more TP. But we got TP and Ezekiel Elliott. Look at the boxes. They're light in the butt. Look at the D-line. They, they're getting no push. Look at this. I wish I could pause it. Look at this. If you, if you come out, you know what, man? Listen, Mel, I, I promise you, if they if these boys come out in this game and Dak throws it 45 times, Mel, I'm going to come on here pissed off. I'm going to come on here pissed off, Mel. I am. There ain't no reason in hell they shouldn't run the ball 40 times in this game if they're going to come out like that. Watch number nine. Catch this block real quick. <laughs> like, like, dude, they better eat. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. James says, does the Chargers outside of Derwin James even have a good secondary? In years past, the Chargers' bread and butter defensively was their secondary. Chris Harris Jr., I'm not going to disrespect the guy. Like, I would have loved to sign him last year. Better nickel cornerback than we got. But guess what? We got a lamb. I don't really care who your nickel quarterback is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Young Buck, Sante Samuel Jr., if he goes out there, hey, respect you, bro. We got Amari Cooper. I, I really, truly don't care who your guy is out there. Kenneth Murray, Kaiser White, respect you. I, you come out there like that and, that and not a loaded box, good luck. As my guy says on uh, Taken, good luck. Or is it Buenos Suerte? For my Spanish folk out the building, yeah, I got a little something, something. Buenos suerte. If I'm right, I think I'm right. I'm sorry. I apologize if I'm wrong. But good luck, man. This is the week to see that. Uh, Jacob says, Sky, what's going What's going to piss you off more, Dak throwing 45 times or Matt saying Jalen's the best linebacker? <laughs> I think it's the Jalen thing. I think, I think it's the Jalen thing. Uh, Apex says, dude, the Cowboys ain't been kicking no one in the ass with their running game in years. Years. Um, are we really talking 2020 though? Like, like if we're being objectively speaking, like 2020, I give a mulligan. 2019, it wasn't the greatest. But Zeke still had a very productive year, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't the greatest. But I promise you, Apex. Like, I'm again, like I told you, I'm not saying this just to say this. Y'all, now y'all are watching what I'm watching. Y'all are watching what I'm watching. I don't fear their run defense. That's all I'm saying. Th- this isn't this isn't even about you know Dallas, because Dallas doesn't have that same offensive line. They're they're missing Lyle Collins, right? But I don't think do, do you know Apex or whomever? The offensive line for the for the Washington Washingtons, started two two rookie tackles, two eh, rookie tackles, and could have ran up and down the field on these guys, but they don't have a good quarterback, and, and they got behind the sticks, and they can't get behind the sticks with Tyler Heineke, and and Fitz Tragic can't do that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So that's all I'm saying, Apex. Like 
this is the week to have confidence in the run game. Last week, last week was the week to be real about yourself and say, all right, listen, I know we got who we got, but that is a respectable top-ranked run defense, and it's not going to come easy. If they load the box, Dak's going to eat. So there's no way in hell you can't tell me that the Cowboys, not you, Apex, just in general, don't have a shot in this game. That's silly. In my opinion, I think they have an advantage. Sounds crazy. It really does, but here's why. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking this through, building a plane in the air, as my guy Law says. I trust Dak to be more responsible. I trust Dak to be more responsible than Herbert. Meaning, if the game comes down to these two guys just dueling, and Herbert was clutch. All right, it was clutch on that last drive. I feel like he just, because of who he has, he takes more chances because of that arm. He takes more chances because of the receivers have the catch radius to do it, and sometimes it'll bite him, and it bit him. That interception, he tried to fit it there, and Williams jumped it. So if it comes down to these two guys dueling, they're going to duel the hell out of each other. It's, It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's the four turnovers that got me feeling like the secondary could do something, right? Because the secondary created three of the four turnovers, but the guy who created the other one's not playing. So we just talking it through. We talking it through. Unlitted Soul says guards are more crucial in the running game than tackles are in general. Tackles play their biggest role against the outside pass rush. Absolutely. Unlitted Soul, this is a game where if Terrence Steele is going to be your tackle, you know what you tell Terrence? Look good, brother. I'm going to come out here and we're going to run this rock. Right? Get you some confidence going. Put put a hat on a hat. Just get some confidence going. That way, when you do got to go and pass pro, you got some uh, maybe not unwarranted confidence, but a little arrogance to you. Like, yeah, I put Joey on his ass one time. I put Chris Covington on his ass one time. I feel good about this set. And if you get beat, it's not like you drop down to low, negative five in your confidence level, and now you're just getting whooped. You can be like, okay, I got him. He got me. Let's go forward. And now you would hope. Kellen sees that and says, all right, now when we tried, let's go ahead and double them. Let's go ahead and slide protection, et cetera, et cetera. But if you want to build some confidence in your offensive line, what do you do, class? Run the rock if you can. Run the rock. D-Town, shout out to you, brother. Donation. Super chat. He says, I don't want us hanging our heads because of injuries. Every team is dealing with it. Washington's QB is on IR. Washington sucks. Uh, good opportunity for our guys to step up. That's true. That's true. It is absolutely acceptable, just like after the Bucks lost, to feel a little bit bad because you lost. But I talked about it on the postgame show. 24 to 48 hour rule. Take it in, let your emotions do what they do, and now let's move forward. And that's what I am on this channel, right? Like, we're gonna talk about it. Because we gotta talk about it. At the end of the day, we're human. You'd be lying to yourself if you saw all these things happen and you were just like, ah. Zach Martin's out. Randy Gregory's out. Gallup's out. D-Law's out. Everything's fine. I'm going to win a Super Bowl. You're lying. You're lying. It's okay. It's okay to feel like, damn, this sucks. Now what do we do? Let's figure out how we move forward. Let's figure out how we move forward. And I will tell you this. 
Cowboys can win the damn game this week. They can win the damn game this week. And then you move on to the next. And you find out how you win that week. And so forth and so on. Week to week. Stick with me, Cowboys Nation. Week to week. If you stick with me, we'll talk it through. I'll let you get your emotions out. We'll figure out how we can move forward, how we can win. What will cause a loss? We'll talk about it all here. I, I would I like to think that's what makes this channel, and in my opinion, myself, uh, a little unique. I don't necessarily live on one side or the other. I don't live on this everything's great all the time line. I don't live on this we suck, skull is fi- uh, sky, sky. sky is falling line. I live on a, let's talk about this damn thing, and let's bring context to it. And I hope y'all appreciate that. Because I think... When we look at the schedule, if we stay in this week to week, you put yourself, you can put yourself in position, but what we can't have to keep happening is just this litany of, you know, at at some point it's going to become a a, a crazy problem. But right now for week two, I believe in it. I believe in it. If you believe in it, Give me a hell yeah. I said give me a hell yeah. I believe, man. I believe. I appreciate you, uh, LD. He says, I appreciate your show, Realistic. Thank you, man. Apex Prowler said, nice broadcast, first time here. Oh, wow. I, I, I thought I saw you before, brother. But welcome. If you enjoy what you saw, go ahead and give this thing a like. And check us out as well on A to Z Sports Dallas dot com slash I'm sorry, sports.com slash Dallas. They switched it up, so we got to re- remember that. You do a ton, a ton of articles and things like that. So make sure you go in there and check that out. Uh, Kevin says, hey, Sky, I just saw a message on Facebook. They are looking at a tread from the Raiders. We'll go look at that. I will go take a look after this show. I appreciate you guys jumping back in here. Those that came back, uh, the 100, about 30 of you guys that came back in here, thank you. Um, if, if you are jumping in don't know what happened, Somehow, some way, the stream got cut, but I didn't want to end things on that term, so I jumped back in here, and we talked about how the hell the Cowboys' offense can beat the Chargers' defense, and y'all stuck with me, so thank you. Salute to you for the $5 donation, Apex. Thank you very much. Super chat. And thank you again for all the donations, all the phone calls, the likes. If you haven't liked, go ahead and like this second stream. It's going to help, you know, and if you don't call in, if you don't, you know, chat if you aren't subscribed and you want to kind of wait around the one thing you can do to support is like the next thing you can do for free to support is subscribe all those things help grow the content help get it out there um i want this show we want this morning show to be one of the best cowboys morning shows you guys can come to to start your day for cowboys news and everything else we want it to be right here on a to z sports dallas so with that said, y'all know what I'm going to do. If you're if you're not new, let those who are no, who are new, let them know what I got to do. All right, I'll be here talking to y'all forever because I can. I love the Cowboys. Like my guy Law says, I don't like them. I love them. I don't like y'all. I love y'all. And I can sit here and talk all day if I don't do exactly that, Sadika. I got to press the button. I got to press the button. Shout out to you, Mystic. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Hey, tomorrow, tomorrow is Fan Friday, Feel Good Friday. We got the doom and gloom out today. Tomorrow's Feel Good Friday. 
I'm taking calls. I think it's gonna be mailbag. So it's gonna be about y'all. It's gonna be about y'all. We're gonna have fun tomorrow, man. Appreciate you. Love you. Thanks. Peace. Yes, sir. Make sure you check out Moro tonight. Mauricio Rodriguez. It is Esports Prime Time. I want Mason.